This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey guys, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one and only from Double Shot at Love, Miss Marissa Lucchese. How are you? Hello. What's going on? Nothing. How are you? I'm good. What are you up to today? Um, just running around doing some errands, shipping out lashes, how to go makeup shopping. <laughs> Where are you? Are you in Long Island or am I just making that up? No, I am in Long Island. I'm in Massapequa, Long Island. So how close, because I'm in New York City, so how close do you live to Bee Lashes? I forgot where she is. She is out east, so she's probably like maybe 30 to 40 minutes away from me. It's not too far. She's also a Long Islander. You guys like see each other all the time? Not all the time, because our schedules are so hectic, but we definitely see each other here and there and make time, definitely, because she's right over here. I know. It's so close by. Do you love, did you love, like, growing up and living in Long Island? I did. I mean, as big as Long Island is, is as small as it is. Everybody knows somebody um, and everybody's business, unfortunately, but it's a nice I mean, my town's nice. I'm not a fan of it, but it's all right. And Long Island's cool. I rather, I'm more of a city girl. <laughs> well, and I saw, because I, I have a lot of friends in New Jersey, so I go to, like, Waterside all the time. I saw you guys were just there, like, a week before I was. I was saying it'd be lashes. I'm like, you, what, what do you guys, but I forgot, Darren lives in New Jersey. Yeah, she's right by Hoboken. So we, I'm always, like, before COVID hit, I was always, every weekend, I was in the city. 
or I was in Jersey, we do uh, Hoboken, all the bars there, the Jersey Shore, Belmar. So it's definitely a fun time, especially in the summer. So you're just like living the life. I mean. Trying to live my best life out here. <laughs> Seriously. Now, when you, so you, what were you doing before Double Shot of Love? Like what was your, cause you're very young. So it's not like you've been out in the workforce for many years. Yeah. Are, are you, am I making this up? Are you the youngest person that was on the cast? Um, for season one, I was, but season two now, me, Antonio, and Maria, we were all like the same age. Antonio's also 23, and Maria is like a few months older, or maybe like a year. I don't even know, but she just turned 24, so we're not too far apart, but. <laughs> so, what were you doing in life before Double Shot? Before Double Shot happened, um, I went to high school. I did cosmetology, BOSTs. I graduated, got my cosmetology license, and straight out of high school, I was like, I'm not doing college. School isn't for me. Like, I want to hustle. I want to make money. I want to work. So right out of school, I started working in salons, and I was doing all that. And then one day, I was like, I do not want to work for anybody. I want to work for myself. I want to start my own business. So then I was a freelance makeup artist and I was working out of my house and I was traveling all over the tri-state area and I was doing makeup and lashes and I was working on photo shoot sets, doing like the model's makeup. Um, and then I came out with my own lash line, which is Glamorous Luxury Lashes. It's a 3D synthetic mink eyelash brand that I sell online. So I was doing all that and then I got called for double shot and I picked up all my stuff and I left and... Now I'm here. <laughs> what was like the best thing about your job before? Like, were you, like, did you like doing the photo shoots? Like, were you involved in any like editorial, like magazines, like Fashion Week, anyone you, that we know of? Yeah, so I was featured on Teen Mom with Kaylin Lowry and her sister. I actually got them ready and I was featured on Teen Mom when they were filming. Um, I was doing makeup for them for her, um, what's it called, her hair care line that she came out with, Podhead. So I got them ready for that. That was cool to like be featured on and meet them. They were awesome girls. I've worked with the Housewives before, Dolores and all of them. Um, and then I also was featured in a bunch of like wedding magazines because I did like a lot of bridal work. Um, I did editorial shoots. I always worked fashion week. I just love it because not only am I meeting new people, I love making people feel beautiful. And hold on, I'm connecting now. Somehow my Mac's connecting to my computer. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, I'm just going to ignore this right now. Uh, this is this computer is so stupid. I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. <laughs> like an everyday Zoom, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So I got to meet so many different people, network, get my name out there more and more. And I just loved working and doing what I do. I travel everywhere. I meet new people, see new things. So how did you get? Because I know Dolores very well. How did you get hooked up with Miss Dolores Catania? So I actually have a mutual friend that does work in the city. I, I think I've met you before because you look very familiar at the Gold Bar in the city. I think it was last year when I was with Darren and Lashes for that cameo party. Totally. Because I was like, that's exactly where I met you. Because that's how I know the Lashes. Like, I just kept in touch with her from that party. Yes. And then I was like, that's exactly where you met me. I was like, I don't think it was through Dolores. Although I'm with Dolores a lot. But it was at that cameo party. Yes. 
I love Gold Bar. That's like a fun place. Oh my God. That was my first time being there. And I was like, this place is so cute. It's such like, if anyone needs like a good space, it's like the perfect size. It's like, yes, I, I highly recommend it. Me too. It's beautiful. It's like, I think we, I mean, I talked to B Lashes more and I talked to you for a few minutes and it was dark in there. So yeah, it was so dark, it, but it was so much fun there that night. Totally. It was like during fashion week. I think that's why more people weren't there, but I had a good time. I'm like, if there's an open bar, I don't need it to be that crowded. Like, yeah, exactly. All the drinks are for me. Yeah, we had our own fun. But how'd you meet Dolores? Um, so through this mutual friend that also works with her, um, he was like getting me jobs to go on, do makeup, this and that. And then he, when I started my lash line, he was like, hey, like, why don't you sponsor her party? So then I met her and then I went to Kim, Kim D, is that her name? Her fashion show, Posh, I think it's called. I, like, I go to all the Posh fashion shows. That's, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm that. That's so funny. Yeah, so he started putting me in contact with all of them, and then I was sponsoring all their events, the fashion shows, their rooftop parties in the city with my lashes. So every time I was there, I'd meet all of them, and they're, they're, all of them are amazing and beautiful. They're really nice. And Dolores is drop-dead gorgeous. Oh, my God, so gorgeous. It's like... And so, so down-to-earth. Go down to earth. No, they're both really nice. Kim's having another fashion show coming up. I'll, I'll send you the info. It's yeah, please. I'd love to attend. They're wild. They're just wild. So you got a call to be on Double Shot and you said, hey, sure. Like, tell me about that. So um, I, I applied to MTV online because they always are always looking for new talent in casting. Totally. So when I applied, I guess... I, they flew me out the first time. I did a final casting interview in LA. And then they're like, all right, if you, if you get picked, you'll hear back from us. And then that's what happened. And they basically called and they said, hey, like, we think you'd be good for this show that we're doing. They didn't really say too much about it. They were just like, it's kind of like The Bachelor. Um, they were like, they didn't specify who it was, how many guys it would be in the house. They just said it's a very known person that's on reality TV. I kind of had a feeling it would be somebody from the Jersey Shore just because Jersey Shore is so big and popular and everybody loves them. And that, like, the, the guys on the show, like, are number one in reality TV out of all the shows on MTV. So then actually walking in and then seeing not only is it Vinny, but it was actually Polly also. I was like, holy shit, like, this is crazy. Did you, so you kind of knew. I mean, you just kind of figured it out. If it was I, like, kind of had a feeling, but, like, I wasn't sure. But then it was, like, confirmed that I was right when I got there. So I was like, this is awesome. Like, I honestly wouldn't want anybody else. Like, Paulie and Vinny, they're such amazing, awesome guys. So I was happy it was them. Did you, did you want, because, I mean, you apply to MTV. Like, I know they're always looking for, you know, different castings. As any network is, like, did you want to be on reality TV? Like, were you just, like why not? Like, what was that thought process like? So growing up, like I always, I did competitive dance my whole life. I always loved putting on a show and performing for people and like being in that like spotlight. Um, And everybody always said like, Marissa, like you have the personality, like you're going to make it big one day, like you're going to be on TV. And then um, I actually got elected for like yearbook in high school most likely to be on reality tv so when the time came and I was like applying for it I was like why not like it's one in a million like shoot shoot for the stars you don't know until you try 
So I was a little hesitant at first and I was like, all right, like whatever's meant is meant and it will happen if it is. And I kind of just like put myself out there and like stepped out of my comfort zone. And I was like, I'm going to apply and see like where this gets me. And I applied to MTV. They have you fill out like a little survey, like just to get to know you a little bit. And then literally the next day I got a call and I'm like, Hey, like we started application. We'd love to set up a Skype call and talk to you to get to know you more. And then like from there, it just kept going and going and going with more Skype calls, more interviews. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, obviously, like, I, I was like, this is awesome. But like, also like, so surreal. Like, I couldn't believe this was actually happening. So it was wild. Did you watch Jersey Shore before? Yeah, I was such a Jersey Shore, like crazy fan. I love Jersey Shore. I mean, when I was in high school, even middle school, I think it came out when I was in middle school. And like every Thursday, it was me and my girlfriends. We'd dress up in like our t- Italian's clothes and we'd fist pump and be like pretending like we were on the Jersey Shore and I'd be watching like, I need to be on this. This is me. Like, <laughs> so then to actually be there and like be with Polly and Vinny after like growing up watching them, I was like, this isn't real life right now. Like, this is crazy. Were you, like, totally starstruck? Like, what was that like, like, when you were just standing there with the other girls and, you know, like, they both came down the stairs? Um, I mean, I wasn't, like, starstruck just because at the end of the day, like, they are humans. They're like us. So I was like, this is an awesome, like, surreal, amazing feeling. And, like, I was so in shock. And, like, I didn't know what to do or how to act. But I wasn't going to be, like, that fangirl where, like, I freaked them out. And they're like, oh, my God, who the fuck is this? Um... But I'm so happy that I got that opportunity to actually get to know them and meet them and work with them because they are such amazing guys. And then, so when did it go from, oh, you know, oh my God, there's Paulie and Vinny to like, wait a second, like, this is technically a competition, like a love competition. Like these other, Mm -hmm. like, wait, like I'm here for a reason. Like, when did that happen? Um, So it kind of started happening like the first night because like, once they came down, everybody was kind of in shock, but then it's kind of like, you have to go into like competition mode because we don't know how long we have there. And then they were like, somebody might be eliminated tonight. Two people might be going home and that's what happened the first night. So it's like, we just got here. So you kind of have to go into like that competitive mode where like, all right, like I need to put myself out there. I need to talk to them. And it's hard because you have 20 girls, two guys. It's like, who's going to get their attention first? How are you going to approach it? Because not only like, is it nerve wracking to be there? And it's like your first time, like being in front of cameras and everything. Like, so you have to deal with those emotions, but now like also you're like sitting in front of Polly and Vinny and you're like, Oh my God, like, do I do this? Do I do that? How to like, you just don't know how to approach the situation. And like with me, when it comes to guys, like I don't ever go out of my way to talk to a guy. Like if they want to talk to me, you come up to me. But in this competition and in this scenario we had to go up to them and like show interest in them and because otherwise somebody else would take their attention away from attention and time that you can have so it was kind of always back and forth and at first it was not very uncomfortable but it was definitely uncomfortable for me just because like I was also the youngest and I'm like what are they gonna want to do with a 23 year old and also I'm fighting for somebody that I barely know and I'm like trying to get their attention that's just not me and not only that you also have to deal with the cattiness of the girls so it was just a lot to take in at once and you kind of was thrown into the wolves but I made the best of it (laughs) And then, you know, because double shots, you have a choice of, like, Vinny or Polly. So how did mm-hmm. you figure out 
you know, you were a fan of Jersey Shore, like, did you have like preconceived notions from watching the show? Like you must have liked one better just from watching the show. Like how did you kind of gravitate towards, you know, cause there was definitely like the Vinnie girls, the Pauly girls and then yeah. that were maybe all. So going into it, I like told myself, like, I'm not gonna just like make my decision off of something that like, cause I watched them on TV. Cause obviously you don't know everything about a person just from watching them an hour on TV. You get to know them more obviously in person. So I try to give both of them a try. Um, I love Vinny, but like I said on the show, like I thought of him more as like a friend just because he's introvert, which is okay, but I'm more of an extrovert, like Paulie, we have big personalities, we love people, we love to talk, we love the attention. So I just felt like that was more my speed because Vinny, like awesome dude, but it was just so, it was kind of like awkward to talk to him at certain times just because he was so, in, like he's so to himself. So, but with Paulie, it was just so easy to talk to him. I felt like I was talking to a friend or a family member and it was just so easy. And then at what point did it go from, you know, so you were towards Vinny, I mean, you were towards Paulie. And then at what point did you kind of start to catch feelings and really get into like, screw these cameras. Like, this is like a real deal. Like I'm in this, you know, competing against, like I, like you would start to catch feelings of like about mm -hmm. I, I mean I wasn't like oh my god I love Polly oh my god I like Polly so much but there were little like character traits and I was like okay like I'm attracted to him I can see myself liking him like I wasn't like oh my god like he's gonna be my man's type thing but because also like say like this is like we're in the house and we're all competing but it wasn't realistic in a sense because it's like they really couldn't get to know you fully for who you were so I was like whatever is meant is meant can I see myself down the road potentially liking him a lot and maybe pursuing something of course but at the time it was just very confusing and like my emotions were everywhere but I mean Paulie he's a great dude biggest heart Where's his heart on his sleeve? So that's what drove me more towards him and was like, all right, I can see a connection forming here. But then as time went on, it was also like hard for me because I was just like, I don't think, like, I just didn't know what to think. And like my emotions were everywhere. And then when they sent me home and they were like, listen, we view you more as a friend and family. I was like, honestly, I couldn't agree more because I could see like our friendship being forever and like a relationship probably not um so I was happy with the decision that they made when they sent me home and how they agreed like we view you more on a friendly family level because I also agreed with that when it came time to leave and, and then that's all good I mean maybe you're just a nicer person than I am but <laughs> at some point you know listen Polly is you know a really successful DJ mm -hmm. I mean, I'm a watch person, the watch game, the chains, like it is like, there yes. is money factor there. So maybe you're just a nice person. But <laughs> at some point, wasn't it just like, I could meet someone really fucking rich? <laughs> <laughs> Me? I mean, when it comes to me and guys, I don't think 
I don't, I'm not like, oh, like they're rich, blah, 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 blah. Cause I don't give a fuck what you have. At the end of the day, even when I am married, I am never relying on a man with money. I make my own moolah. Cause my mom always taught me, you never know what happens. Say it goes to shit. And then you're on the street with nothing. You always have to be a hustler and independent. And that's just always how I was raised. So looking at Paulie, like, I'm so happy he's successful and he's at where he is now because he did it on his own and he's a hustler, like a big hustler. And I give him a lot of credit, but viewing him at that, like, I would never be like, Oh, like money and the lifestyle. I never no. Like I could create my own money and my own lifestyle and we can build together and be amazing together. That's how I am in relationships with guys. That's really good. Yeah. You know, I think that's a help. You know, you have your business, so that's like a mm-hmm. help to have. Do you think yeah. some of the women there were, you know, then at some point like in it for the wrong reasons? You know, there's money, there's fame, like there's a lot of these things. Or no, you know, do you think like some people were swayed by that? Like, just- I mean, listen, like everybody's different. Um, you're always going to have sometimes those people that are in it for the right reasons. And then people that are in it for the wrong reasons, you're never really going to know anybody's true intentions, um, as to why they're doing the things they do or who they're looking to be with. But do I think people are maybe there for the wrong reasons? There's a possibility, yeah, girls could have just been there for clout or just to be like, oh, Polly, oh, Vinny, whatever. You don't know. But at the same time, going in, like, we didn't know who it was. So it could have been some Joe Schmo that we had no idea from a hole in the wall. And it's like, all right, now what? So you, you really don't know. So I really can't say yes or no, but I'm like 50-50. <laughs> and then talk to me about, because you were there, let's start with Angelina. So, you know, you you get over, there's Paulie and Vinny coming down the stairs. And now, yeah. you know, you're a fan of Jersey Shore. Like, talk to me about meeting Angelina. So I actually knew Angelina before all of this TV stuff. Um, Me and her met in the city through the same guy that I know that how I met Dolores. So when I went out with this guy, it was for an event, a birthday in the city at a club and Angelina and her husband, Chris happened to be there and we started talking. We got along so well. And I was like, yo, you're a dope ass chick. Like I loved her right off the bat. And then literally this was probably right like two months before I got the phone call that I was leaving for double shot. So then I got the call for double shot. And then when we were there filming, it was probably like a few weeks in, she just showed up and I was like, what the fuck are you like? What are you doing here? And it was like, so cool to see her again. And then when she came, we like caught up and we were talking. Um, and then she left. And then when I got home, we started hanging out more and more. And now me and her are like there. She's like my big sister. I love Angelina. You must have been shocked to see her. Like you obviously didn't tell her you were going. Because I mean, you no, I didn't tell anybody anything. I kept this on the DL, so she had no idea. And then like when we walked in, we were like, "What are you doing here?" Like we didn't expect any of it. Well, that's why people think like New York City, Long Island, New Jersey, mm-hmm. it's a very small world. Very small. Like, you really do run into the same people. You do, always, no matter what. I'm always running into somebody. And then tell me about after Angelina Snooki. Oh, right, because Snooki came. I'm, like, trying to, like, remember everything. So Snooki came on. She was so adorable and cute and such a nice girl. I thought I was short. She was shorter than me. So, I mean, she's so sweet, down to earth. I loved her. 
Um, she met us at the restaurant when we were in Staten Island with Vinny. So that was awesome. We didn't know who the hell was walking in. He was like, oh, I'm saving this seat. And we're like, for who? Like, I thought maybe it was like Mike or whoever lived close by in Staten Island. I didn't expect Snooki because I knew she was also pregnant at the time. So I was like, there's no way she's walking in here. When I saw her, my heart dropped. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> were you like, oh my God. Yeah, literally. Oh my God. All I could say it was like the whole thing all around was just like a surreal feeling like it was just wild I felt like I was in a dream <laughs> who did you get along with out of the girls in the house the least because then we'll get into who you got along with the best which we pretty much know but who'd you get along the least with so at first me and Nikki started off on the wrong foot um season one but again like it was kind of like we were all like just like this and like just focused on Polly and Vinny like get, like get their attention put yourself out there screw these girls so we kind of were all in there like competitive like headset like head i can't even speak right now we were all very like in that competitive mode i really wasn't there to make friends i was kind of there just to like put myself out there and get to know the guys and see what happened um so at first which everybody saw me and nikki started off in the wrong foot but now season two as you guys watch me and her are i freaking love that girl so much she's so beautiful on the inside and out she's an amazing person me and maria as you guys saw at the reunion again like we didn't start off on the right foot either all stupid petty stuff but we are literally yin and yang now like that's literally my sister i love her um i we both said the reason why we probably didn't get along at first was just because of how stubborn and strong-minded we are and how our personalities and everything are just so alike so we banged heads at first I totally get it but she's my tina now um who else was there i mean for the most part there really wasn't anybody else that i fought with or like had problems with um the two girls that i clicked with the best right away off the bat and i roomed with them was darren and b lashes which you guys saw we literally just clicked right away and we were like i just felt like those were my girlfriends that like were back at home like i was like all right like this feels like home it's comforting like i you know so we had each other and we were all like we were like the trio was that i mean is that the best thing to come out of the whole you know both seasons just you know you guys are kind of really three best friends in real life yeah to come everything that came out of season one and two like meeting the girls and now the guys and just forming those relationships and those bonds like I'm so blessed and fortunate enough and these are people that are always going to be in my life forever was it clear so like was it clear who was going to get far right from the beginning like was it clear that like Nikki and Polly really just had this thing like Darren went far Maria or was it, were you just like shocked, maybe like us watching at home every week of who was going to go home? Or was it obvious, like, you know, I'm here, I could see the chemistry. Um, I mean, at first we were very unsure because like it was so new. So like, obviously as time went on, I was definitely shocked by some of the girls that did go home. But what shocked me most was the, the finale when Polly had to choose either between Darren and Nikki, because I seriously thought he was going home with Nikki. Like, as I was there and I was seeing their connection and their, like, the bond that they had and everything, I was just like, all right, she's definitely going home with Polly. I see it. It's there. And then when he was like, I'm riding solo, I was like, what? 
uh, like watching that because I left at that time. So I didn't know what happened when I got home. So I was watching it when you guys were watching it. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I did not expect that. And then I was kind of surprised that um, Vinny picked Elise. I thought, if anything, he would have picked Elle. Um, but then again, I was happy when he picked Elise because I did also see a connection between them. But that, but I was like, I didn't know what to expect with Vin because I, because he had Elise and Elle there and they were also very close and best friends. They made a very close friendship in the house. So that's also like a very sticky situation. And then when he said Elise, I was like, I was happy for them because they, they clearly had something, but then I was like, Oh, like I kind of could see him with Elle also. So I was a little shocked with that. Were you shocked, like, afterwards, like, some of the, like, I don't even know if fallout's the right word, like, just, you know, some of the social media aspect of it were, like, Nikki and Polly took it to somewhat of a... Yeah, that was wild. (laughs) With, like, texts and everything. Yeah, no, I didn't expect any of that to happen after. Um, And then when we filmed the reunion, I actually saw her, so, like, I kind of knew, like, so when we came home and, like, the show was on, like, I I wasn't in touch, really, with anybody besides B-Lashes and Darren, so I didn't know the whole background story between Polly and Nikki, and then when I saw her after we filmed the reunion, she sat down with all of us, and, like, she told us everything, and I was so heartbroken for her, because I was, like, what the fuck, like, how did this happen, why did this happen, like, you guys were so good together, and I felt bad for her. And then once those texts and everything came out, I was like, oh, no, this is bad. This is a shit show. And I was like, again, like, it's not my business, so I'm going to stay out of it. But Nikki knew, like, I was there if she ever needed anything or somebody to talk to. But but now season two, you guys are seeing them get back together. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> Were you so excited to then, you know, get a call for season two, like Vegas? Yeah, no, I was, so when we, after season one was over, and then they started calling us again for season two, I was like, oh my God, like, this is happening, and like, I really didn't expect anything to come out of it, I was like, maybe something will, but you never know, and I was like, again, like, whatever's meant is meant, and then we got that call, and I was like, oh my God, we're doing this, and then they were like, but it's not a dating show this time, it's like a party show, but so be ready to party, and I was like, yes, like, this is right up my alley, this is what I need, like, this is my show, because, um, like, I was like, I'm so over trying to find a guy, like, I just want to go to Vegas and have fun now, so I was so excited. Like, you could be, like, a wingman. It's so much easier. You could be, like, a wingman. Yeah, so much easier. And, like, I don't have to fight to find somebody and find, like, for them to like me. Like, I could just be myself and party. And it's Vegas, so who doesn't like Vegas? Exactly. And that was my first time partying in Vegas, so. How was the actual job, like, actually working? At Dre's, it was awesome. I mean, I've never worked in the nightlife, so it was definitely new to me. But I loved working in the nightlife and, like, seeing all, like, the ins and outs of it and how it all works. Um, I rather and prefer being served the bottles than serving the bottles to people. But you got to do what you got to do. I still made the best of it working. I still had fun. Um, And it was just awesome. Like, to say that you worked at Dre's and, like, experience all that, it was insane. Were you shocked, like, not knowing? I assume, like, you didn't know necessarily that there would be these other guys, that, like, Nikki would be back. Like, did you know, like, was did, was, did anything shock you, you know, like, up to the point we are in the show that we've seen? Like, did you expect Nikki to come back? Did you expect these other guys? 
Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So at first I was like 50-50 with Nikki coming back because I knew like she was definitely very hurt and I didn't know like if she was going to come or if she, and she was going to give another try or if she was going to be like, screw this, I'm not showing up. I'm definitely happy that she gave it a second chance and she came and especially now like seeing everything play out. So I'm happy she gave herself that second chance. Um, I was shocked at the boys because we at first like those were Darren's friends. So like I knew them of them a little bit, but then like to come in, I was like, are these guys going to be like annoying pests or like, they're going to be cool. And then they turned out to be cool. So I absolutely adore and love the boys and I'm so happy we brought them on. Um, and I was happy that we were able to prank Polly and Vinny and get them back a little bit. Cause they thought we were bringing girls and it was like, Nope, we have three sausages here. So <laughs> it's kind of a great twist. Yeah. It was an awesome twist. So talk to us about Brandon. What you want to know? <laughs> well, you know, you, you guys walk in, you could have had an attraction or something with any of them, but like, so yeah. about Brandon, like what, what attracted you to Brandon? So when I first saw Brandon, I was just like, uh, I don't really like this guy. Like he's kind of douchey and like low key. I was like, oh, he's hot, like whatever. But I wasn't going to tell him that let him know right away. But at first I just thought like, oh, whatever. Like I could see myself maybe hooking up with him, like potentially in the future. But like, obviously like I'm going to keep my options open and like see what guys are here. Cause you don't know. But then like, you're living with each other 24 seven, you're seeing every personality, you're seeing how they are, like, you're waking up, going to sleep, eat shit, dinner with the same person 24 seven. So, and then I started to see him more on a deeper level. And I was like, all right, like, a little bit of feelings, like, attracted, kind of a crush. And then as I got to know him more and more, and hang out with him more and more and live with him more and more that's when my feelings started to get stronger for him and then sleeping with him that added on to it which really didn't help um and then obviously like you guys don't see everything because they can't show everything but then there was like we would have talks and things comments would be made and I was just like this is a head fuck because you're saying one thing but then you're going and doing another thing and I kind of got like played in a sense and it was like 
you can't eat your what is it what's that line you can't eat or you can't have your cake and eat it too right so it was kind of like that and it and then like he was telling me about his ex about back at home and how he loves her but then he's telling me in the next breath like if he didn't have somebody that he left at home he would then be with me maybe potentially so it's like what do you want dude like you're all over the place now you're making me think all over the place and you're giving me all these mixed signals and I mean the heart wants what it wants at the time. That's what it wanted. And I was just like, maybe it could change. Maybe like, I don't, I don't, I really don't know what I was thinking. I was just so like mind fucked at the time. And I know like I had V lashes and everybody looking out for me, which watching back now, I adore and appreciate them so much for like trying to, but with me, like I'm so stubborn, I have to learn on my own. And that's like, the, that's what happened with the situation. Like everybody can tell me to live in the face. He's not good for you. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, I need to learn on my own. And then that's why it turned into that huge shit show. <laughs> Did you ever think, I mean, like, you're there for a long time, so it's not like you could hold out, but, like, were you ever, like, I probably shouldn't sleep with this guy on national TV, like, sleep, you know? Oh, 110%. There was so, you know, like, even at first, that's why, like, after the first time I hooked up with him, like, that was, like, the one thing I promised my mom, like, please, she was, like, please, like, please, please, please don't do it, and then I did it, and it's, like, listen, like, I'm 23 years old, I'm in Vegas, what I'm doing is what everybody else does, the difference is, is I'm putting it out there for the whole world to see, so that's the only difference, but looking back now, it was all, like, a learning experience, and I'm happy it happened, and I always say, like, everything happens for a reason, and I take that situation with Brandon as a learning experience. And I mean, at first, like I was cringing and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I did this. And I went through this, but it is what it is. And now it's refreshing because everybody's been through it at one point in time. And there's so many fans that watch the show that DM me and they're like guys and girls, a lot of guys too, which I was surprised but guys and girls, and they're like, listen, like, you are so relatable. We love you. Like, you have such a good heart. Like, that guy's going to come, and you're going to find him. And so that's refreshing. But at first, it was a lot to watch. And what about, like, talk to me about your relationship with your mother. I mean, listen, it's on national TV, and she would have eventually seen this. But, like, you know, yeah. not everyone just sleeps with a guy, whether they're living with them in the same hotel or not, or random, and calls her mother and is like, yeah, this is what just happened. Yeah, no. So with me and my mom, she's literally like my best friend, my sister. We're like so close. Um, I sometimes tell her too much. And she's like, Marissa, I don't need to know everything. Like you can leave that out. You don't need to tell me. Um, but with me and my mom, like I never want to disappoint her. And I knew that if like this, like after I had sex with him the first time, it literally like was just in the back of my head, like eating at me. And I knew like, if I didn't get it off my chest, it will eat away at me. And then also like ruin my time being there. Like I couldn't enjoy myself just because of that thought. So I was like, I'm going to rip the bandaid off and I'm just going to call her and tell her I was very, very drunk at the time when I did. So it kind of gave me the balls to call her. I kind of wish I did it when I was sober but whatever. So when I got drunk, it just, it was like diarrhea of the mouth and it just came out and I called her. She was obviously, which you guys saw, very upset at first and annoyed, but she's understanding and she's like, Marissa, I get it. Like, like I just said before, the difference is you're just putting it out there, but I get it. And she's over it now. And like, we talked it out, but it was awkward to watch and it was awkward for her to watch, but 
She's been there. She's done it. So. And like, you have, must have a great relationship that you can just say like, yeah, Yeah. I last night or whatever. Yeah, no, we have a very good relationship. And your aunt, your aunt, you talked to your aunt about it. So, you know, there you go. I mean, did you say like, God, Brandon is not good. Like he's talking about his ex. Like we see him trying to pick up other women. Like, let's like say the heart wants what the heart wants, but were you ever just like, oh, this is bad news? Definitely. I, oh, like, a few times I was just like, this is bad news. But then again, like, I don't know. I was just always so back and forth. Like, I knew it was wrong, but then I also still wanted him. And even though, like, whatever he was saying, like, about the ex and stuff, like, I totally got where he was coming from, but then he was just always contradicting himself, and I was, and then that would make, make me confused, and then I was just, like, w- like, what is, like, what is going on here, and, like, I also was just so mentally drained at that point, like, I was just checked out, and because not only, like, now is he doing shit in front of me that's upsetting me, like, that's stuff that like I've never had to deal with. So like I was also trying to deal with that and like those emotions. And then also like, I just lost my train of thought. Like whether you were like, Um, Oh, also like having to live with him and like wake up and like see him all the time. Like he, like you hook up with a guy, like you go home and like, you don't have to text them or call them or live with them. Like that. I feel like that's what made it so hard for me too. Cause it was just always in my, I don't know. It was just a mind fuck. (laughs) And like, you don't necessarily go out with that same guy to the club the next night. Right. Watch whatever. And it was kind of like, and like, I was also like, I was kind of like shocked in a sense because I was like, bro, like you're literally here telling me all this BS. And then your next night you're in a club trying to hook up with the girls and then you're coming home the next night and then you're saying shit. And it was just always back and forth. And I knew it was wrong, but then again, like, I'm just an asshole and stubborn. So I'm like, all right, maybe something else can come out of it. Like, I just didn't know. And it's, it's human. Girls do it. Girls, you know, like, we we set ourselves up for disaster sometimes. That's kind of, like, what happened. <laughs> and what about the difference between, like, season two and season one? Like, are you just, like, what was the biggest difference? Besides the fact that, you know, you weren't looking for love. Like, it was just so much fun in Vegas. Yeah, I think that I loved season one, but I think season two blew season one out of the water just because it's more of like our generation of hookups and partying and it's more relatable. Like a competition show, like you can relate to it in some ways, but like with this, like this is literally like our lives we're putting out there and you're going through everything with us, whether it's happy times, sad times, fun times. Like, so I just think it was more relatable and. I loved this scene and this season more. And it still has love. Like, you shot and we'll see what happens the rest of the season. But mm-hmm. we see, like, Darren is now in a relationship, at least at this point in the season. Yep. Which is wild. I never expected that at all because she had her dry spell. But I'm so happy for her. And then what about Nikki and Polly? Like, were you shocked to see it kind of? I mean, it seems like it's on track for something. I wasn't shocked at all because I, we all knew like there was something there and they always had a connection. And then as time went on, like, so season one, like it wasn't natural. Like you literally, like it was like a set time. Like you had to do this, this, and this to get to know the person. Like it just didn't happen naturally. And it wasn't natural at all. So season two going into, it's like, all right, she showed up. 
obviously like at first they weren't talking but then they, things started to play out and it happened naturally they were able to talk it out get over that rough patch that they had and now actually get to know each other in a normal way and not in like a rushed way or like competing for him against other girls so it was just more natural and I knew once like they were they were start talking again I knew right away I was like all right this is all gonna be good it's not gonna be good it's not gonna go downhill it's gonna be good <laughs> like sometimes two people just are drawn to each other whatever it is and listen sometimes like at at certain times it's not men and then when it is meant at that time it will come together and it will happen organically and i feel like as we're watching season two like all the viewers even us living with them like we started to see that yeah well like as a viewer you know season one you know we saw a little bit of i don't know like an obsessed nikki who just wanted you know just like a little obsessed and now it's kind of like I don't know. She's a nice girl who's just in love. I feel like with her too, though, like, Dicky, which isn't wrong, we all deal with, like, situations and our emotions in many different ways. Like, with me, like, I will never show how, like, I will. Season two definitely helped me grow in that way with my emotions and, like, how to actually approach them and speak on them. Because before that, like, I was, like, a rock, like, a wall. Like, I would show nothing, like, at all. And people would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you need to speak your feelings. So, and Nikki, she's very vocal on her feelings. So I feel like that's where people, like, would take her the wrong way and be like, she's crazy. She's obsessive. Because that's what I thought at first. And that's why I banged heads with her. But as I got to know Nikki more, I was like, all right, no, this girl literally is just so passionate and she has so much emotion. And when she feels something, she's going to say it. And that's how it should be. But that seemed weird to me at first because I'm not like that. I'm like that rock. But she loved Paulie and she saw something and she was right. And I'm just so happy for them. It looks like it's going well. Now, what about, because everyone's kind of either has some love or some hookup situation. What about our girl, B Lashes? So Lashes has, we saw season one, she got sent home. And then season two now, um, she had guys here and there that she would talk to, which they didn't really show season two, like when we'd be at the clubs and stuff. But my girl Lashes is fine. She don't need no mans. <laughs> She, she has her business. Also. She has her business. She has her beautiful, crazy-ass wardrobe that I'm always stealing on her when I'm with her. I'm like, oh, those shoes, can I just borrow them that bad? Like, me and her, like, fashionistas. Well, like, the other day, too, or I think it was even today, like, I was flipping through Instagram, and she just, like, came up on my store or something, and I was like, it doesn't even look like her. I'm like, this is you? Like, she looks... I don't. She know, looks I amazing. Yeah. She's lost weight. She looks phenomenal not that she didn't before she just looks extra hot now and I love the blonde hair on her I love the dark hair on her too but like the blonde hair it's just something else and it gives her that look I just love it I literally was like this is be lashes like mm -hmm. first of all, I would like to talk to anybody because there are a lot of people that have lost weight during quarantine I don't understand that I don't understand either because all I was doing was eating so so bored so I don't fit so I don't know but a lot of people, I guess, just took the time and threw themselves into a diet. I wish I did that. <laughs> you and me both. So what do you think is, like, the biggest, like, misconception of you, like, from being on the show? Like, do you know, like, you get DMs. Like, what do you think? Like, do you think you're misunderstood having been on the show two seasons? Or no, you're just like, oh, you know. 
I don't think I'm misunderstood. I mean, with everything that you do in life, you're always going to get the good and the bad and everybody's always going to have an opinion on you. With me, I don't care what anybody's opinion is. I always say whether you're talking good or bad, you're still talking. So thanks for the free promotion. Um, but I, don't, I mean, I don't think I'm ever misunderstood. I mean, some people at first like might think I'm a bitch just because they're like, you have a bitch face. Like, you don't look approachable. I've gotten that many times. So if anything, that I would say is a thing. Um, but like, once you talk to me that for even if it's for five seconds, you'll see like, I have the biggest heart and I'm a good person. So don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> Seriously. Are we going to see any type of further resolve? I mean, you don't have to tell us exactly, but like between you and Brandon, like we have some of the season left. Like, are we going to see some resolve? And like, what's your love life like today? So I can't comment on that because the season's still on, but yeah. definitely when it's over, I'd love to come back on and chat. Um, but you guys are definitely going to see more of my mine and Brandon's relationship and how it kind of continues. <laughs> um, and you guys will definitely see more of how things pan out. That's all I can say for now. So just stay tuned because I promise you it will be good. <laughs> That's fair enough. Have you met anyone like through this? I mean, we've been in COVID, but just even like from season one and two, you know, like you're on a hit MTV reality show like have you met anyone through this like gotten a DM where you're just like oh this person's you know big like I'm a huge fan of this person and they're watching me on double shot yeah so um I mean I've met like I've talked to some of the Floribama girls which is really cool because I also watch Floribama and I love that show mm -hmm. and they're awesome people um and then before actually I think it was after season one and a little bit after season two when I got home with like the show being on, there were like a few like baseball players and people like athletes sliding in my DMs, but who lives in LA, who lives here, Arizona, I was just like, yeah, no, like we could be friends on social media. I, I just, I have no use or time. <laughs> Interesting. That's not a bad perk of this whole experience though. No, I mean, it's cool. Like, I love to get to know, like, people. And, like, it was awesome. I was like, oh, this who's verified signing in my DMs? But it was cool. But at the same time, like, I kind of just wanted to be, like, left alone. Like, I just came home from a competition dating show. I didn't know what was coming next. I didn't want to, like, jump into, like, a relationship or to start talking to somebody. So I was like, whatever's meant is meant. We could be friends over social media for now. <laughs> How often do you talk to Darren and Lashes? So I talk to them all the time. Me and all the castmates are actually in a group text together. So we're always going back and forth, sending videos, TikToks, texting, catching up. Um, in July, we got together at Antonio's house and we all watched it together. So that was fun. We hung out, we drank, we cooked, we all brought food. Well, actually, I brought the food because everybody was supposed to. And then Antonio was like, yeah, I'll cook. And then thank God I went to Uncle Giuseppe's to go, like, buy antipasta and everything. Because when I came there, there was no food. And I'm like, what's your you have all of us over and we're drinking. You, you're not putting food out? You're putting out chips? Which you didn't even put in a bowl. So I'm in the kitchen. I'm, like, putting everything out on platters. I'm like, you are, like, stunned. Let me do this. So that was fun. We all hung out. We got to watch it together. And then last month I went to Jersey to Antonio's friend's house. We got to watch it again. Me, him, and Cougine. Um, 
So we always keep up together, FaceTime, chat, text, whatever it is. We're always all talking. What about when's the last time you talked to Paulie or Vinny? Paulie, um, I DM'd him on his birthday. So I spoke to him on his birthday, wish him a happy birthday. Vinny, I haven't really talked to. Nothing really, no. For no reason other than just... For no reason. I mean, everybody has their life. There's stuff going on. COVID, everything's crazy. So I get it. We're all on different schedules, but... Are you hoping season three? Oh, my God. I'm crossing my fingers, my toes, everything that I can cross. (laughs) I am praying for a season three. I mean... Um, I would love to be back with my castmates and film again and experience Vegas or even some other place. That'd be amazing and fun. I mean, the fans, they're begging on Twitter and asking for it. Everybody wants to see it. So fingers crossed. Maybe like a double shot Miami. Ooh, double shot Miami would be fun. Or even like an island. Like take me like Aruba or something. Like Punta Cana, like Turks and Caicos, something fun. Something. There, this, this can't, there's got to be a season three. I mean, there has to be something. It can't end here. I'm not the creative minds that run MTV. So I'm sure there's many ideas that I'm not thinking of, but there's got to be something. What do you hope? Like, what's next? I know you're working on your business. Like, where do you hope all this leads? Like, how is the business going? What's next for you? So my business is doing amazing. And I'm just very blessed and thankful for everybody that supports me in my lash business. Um, I'm actually coming out with something I'm not going to say now just because this is a surprise and I haven't announced or hinted it yet, but I am coming out with something where people can purchase. So that's all I'm going to say. So I'm excited for that to see like where that goes and takes me. Um, I'm excited. I hope there's more opportunities, whether it's another season or even something else that comes out of it, another spinoff. I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm just focusing right now that I'm home on my business and expanding it and branching out more. Eventually, I want to own my own salon. So that's something that I'm definitely working towards and I'm going to continue to work towards. And whatever is meant for the future will be. So I'm just taking it day by day. <laughs> that's, uh, listen, that's all we can do, you know? So you're yeah. good. Is there anything else you want to leave us with? Anything else we didn't cover? I'd like to give people a chance at the end to throw anything else out there I didn't bring up. Um, it's really it. I think we like touched base on it. Unless you have any other questions. No, I just, you know, I feel like we've covered, you've answered all my questions, so. I really don't have anything else. <laughs> no, I know you're busy, so I really appreciate you coming on. Of with- course. Thank you for having me. You're amazing. Everyone, first of all, needs to watch Double Shot. It's such a good show. It's Thank you. There's so much good about it. I don't even know where to start. Like, the whole Jersey Shore, which has led to this, is just amazing. Where oh, can you find you on social media? Um, so my Instagram name is Marissa Lucchese MTV. And my Twitter is Marissa Lucchese. You guys can find me on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Everything is Marissa Lucchese. <laughs> Everyone needs to follow you. I really appreciate it. When the world opens a little more, we'll have drinks. We'll, we'll go to Waterside. Definitely. We'll have to come out to the city and we'll get some drinks and dinner. 100%. And I'm so happy to talk to you again and see you. Thank you. Thank you for recognizing me, remembering me. You have a very good memory. So <laughs> Of course. You've been amazing, and I'll definitely keep you posted. Awesome. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me on. It was so nice chatting with you.
Anytime. Have a good day. Bye, babe. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.